what's up everyone welcome to the capsule um i'm here with a special guest this week we're doing um an interview with someone that i wanted to sit down with since i saw him perform uh back to the lab and if you checked out the capsule episode where we spoke about back to the lab um he was one of the choreographers so i'll let you introduce your name because i'm going to struggle with pronouncing it G- give us the proper like dutch pronunciation yeah so my name is justin de jager cool but you're also fine with justin yeah I, I also like with my last name i always say justin de jager de Jager. Yeah. so it's like <laughs> Fair. so you kind of get what it is if i say justin de jager then people are like they need yeah. to see it spelled out, otherwise they freak out. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because I know some yeah. people are like really, um, sp- like they want their name pronounced. Yeah, pronounce no, I'm fine. You like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I guess because if I went somewhere else, I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, in, in France, they say Luke really weird. So I'm like, mm. that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for, for coming and doing the interview. You're here because you're rehearsing, right? Yes. For Breaking Convention, yeah. which they've now announced, so I'm allowed to yeah. say. Cause hey. I, I think when we did the Breaking Convention, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Back to the Lab one, I wasn't, I was like, am I allowed to say that he, I know that he's coming back? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so can you talk us a bit about like what you're doing at Breaking Convention? Like how much have you put out? Is there anything that's secret or like yeah. what you're no. doing in terms of the performance? No, I, uh, I'm i making a trio Sick. with the three dancers from here. Nice. Uh, so with Chandani, yeah. she's in it. And uh, with Sasha, uh, uh, Shadid yeah, and sick. Avian Hackett. Nice. Yeah, so it's uh, cool. it's kind of Jonesy's invitation that oh, after nice. I met him, I was like, yo, like I would love to do more. Mm. And he's like, yeah, I would love you to come to London and to make a piece of a dancers from here. Oh. And um, and then at the same time, I was like applying in the Netherlands for like a big arts funding okay. for like a trajectory of two, year, uh, two years. Mm. And uh, and they always like it also if you have international projects in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the time, I was just so inspired by Jonesy. I was like, he needs to be in there. And then the conversation started and uh, yeah, now I'm here making Sick. Uh, a new piece for the 20th anniversary. Oh, that's really cool actually. Yeah, yeah so that was Jonesy that kind of had the idea. Did you know those three dancers or did he put you in contact or how wh- How did you choose those? Yeah, I, I know Chandani from school sure. actually. Like we, uh, I think I studied one year above her at oh, Fonties. Cool. Nice. Um, and then I'm, I'm pretty good friends with Max too and then they were dating. So, yeah, uh, sure. And um, and Avian and Sasha, I both met them in like an uh, R and D I did with Tony Edigan. I oh, think nice. it was like three years ago. Okay, it was the same time I met Max and like all those people. And um, what was that for? Um, it was for illegal dance. Oh yeah, but that's then, just like really one of the first like uh, uh. R and Ds. I think it was even before Corona, still like right, right before Corona. Oh, mad. And then uh, he had to do a version. We have UK dancers because of Corona, and then kind of all the international people. Uh, couldn't fell out yeah uh, but it's okay yeah. Yeah, yeah it was nice it was just a really sick week and i got an opportunity to meet like all of them so that was uh, really oh, nice that's really cool so you had yeah. them in mind like we kind of after jonesy said that we like right who do i know from the uk that i want to work yeah, with? yeah right yeah and, and um in the beginning i thought he would come more with dancers because i was yeah. like yeah like i know a few but it would also be easy to stick to the people i know instead of keeping the opportunity open to meet new people yes. that i haven't met sure. before um, but then, yeah, we kind of chose some names around and we did some invitations and then, uh, yeah, we, we came up with these three and, nice. uh, yeah, I, I think I, I couldn't have wished for a better cost. I'm really yeah, excited yeah. to start I mean, that's tomorrow. a good trio and yeah. you're not in the piece. No, 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 no. Okay. It's just me creating. Yeah. So what actually I was asking about Actually, I, I can yeah. still be in the piece if I want to. So oh, maybe, just not, maybe, you haven't decided yet. Like, um, like now I have tomorrow and the day after two days to research with them to kind of get them familiar with the principles I work with. Is this the first, like you're just starting now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. F- it's the first session with the four of us. Amazing. 
And um, actually the five of us, because I brought my composer with me for Sick. the two weeks. That's great. And um, But yeah, maybe I feel super inspired. I'm like, no, it needs to be a quartet. Yeah, yeah I need to I, be I in, be it. in yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And was there anything specific about the dancers that made you want to work with them? Is it like their movement or more just like how you know them as people? Like what? Yeah, I guess maybe like yeah. how did you I think it was decide? like a balance of um, like, first of all, liking the way they move mm. and the way they are as artists yeah and then secondly that i think my style would suit them mm. and i think it's a very interesting like co-creation if my principles meet like their like abilities habits and sure. qualities as dancers yeah and um yeah it's kind of the first piece in a while that i do where i really want to start using the qualities of the dance i move or i work with to in the piece okay um as i mean I, I always use the qualities of the dancers yeah but because i work so uh, deeply with the principles of treading and the yeah. principles that I discovered within practicing the language yeah. that before we get all those things in there like it's kind of premiere time right, <laughs> like right, we never right. have the time to dive so deep that I can fully uh, let go of yeah. the, the content of the piece to let them create it's mm. always very much me creating on the dancers or me even being in it and kind of structuring it physically around your movement yeah or, or like or like ideas or for me, because I've practiced so much on my own body, it's mm. so much easier to to show something or to take people yeah. with me, yeah. so they feel immediately what what's behind the shapes. Yeah, and um, yeah. Wait, how do we get there? Uh, <laughs> about like um, why you chose the dancers and ah, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, but now I'm kind of at this point where okay, I can do this much by myself. Mm. And, and therefore, I've also searched for people that can uh, adapt very well to my style and still keeping their own personality as movers yeah. in the piece. So I've got like a solid group of people I work with in the Netherlands, like always. Okay. Um, so now it's, so in the Netherlands, if I got asked for a gig, like either it's for a company to work with their dancers mm. or I can bring my own and then I bring my so, company, yeah, yeah, like the, right, the three right. dancers I always work with. So if I get like a random gig, if Breaking Convention would be in the Netherlands, then I would not look for three dancers I never worked with and are yeah. like different from what I usually do. But now because I'm here, like it, it makes sense to yeah. do that. And yeah. therefore I'm super excited that those are yeah. the people we came with. True. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And I guess like it's also brings different dynamics to the piece because maybe if you're used to working with the same people, they're also used to working with you. Yeah. So there's not really, maybe, not that there's new stuff, but with these guys it's like they might throw in and be like what about we do this and it's completely like yeah, yeah. a side thing from what you would have even thought yeah and i like to think i'm ready for that yeah that if those ideas come along like, let's go there yeah because you know? yeah. usually i have such a fake but yet clear image in my mind while creating that it's like the goal is to get there but we never really get there we yeah. have to settle somewhere yeah. in the middle so because I'm so focused on that image I want to establish, like it's so difficult to be open for impulses from the outside, <laughs> yeah. also from my dancers or ideas when they're within. Because yeah. I'm like, it's almost like, wait, wait, wait. Like I, I see it. Like we just need this, this and yeah. this. And then, and, and I think like that brought me this far and now, but it also brings a lot of pressure and stress. And I feel very like yeah. tired after the worst because I put all of myself in it. And yeah. uh, and I think now I'm ready for a bit more of a relaxed approach to yeah. to be there more to connect with and to ask, hey, what do you think? How do you feel while yeah. doing it? And yeah, and, and I feel like now I've also established like the the basic principles like quite easily. So yeah. within two days, I I 
I think I can get them really far because tomorrow we start with some ideas, with drills, with improvisation, with some creating tasks. And it's going to be nice to see like where are they in the beginning mm. with giving them just the idea of, okay, let's do some threading without doing too much other stuff. Yeah. And, and I'm excited to see where they are on Friday afternoon after the second session because I think they will grow super far. Yeah. And then on Monday, we can really start to create together with like understanding, okay, this is what we're going for. Yeah, yeah. I think also like what you said about, you know, being open, it's kind of hard. I think it takes a, a level of like experience and maturity as a choreographer because I feel like, you know, that you said you have that kind of fake image of where you mm -hmm. think it's supposed to be. I think because in our heads when we're creating, it's so delicate, that thing, that if anyone suggests something that pulls you away, you're almost like, no, 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 shush. Yeah, like, yeah. It's going to run away if I if you distract yeah. me or tell me something different. <laughs> so I think it's sometimes, it's, uh, especially I see a lot of choreographers, like really almost like strangling the yeah. final idea because yeah. they, they're trying so hard to grasp it. They, they you know, it's like a, a bird or something. like yeah. they, they squeeze it and yeah, kill yeah. it. And then it's like... Yeah. I think sometimes if you're if you have like a general direction but you're more open you can mm -hmm. sometimes if you if you know how to navigate that well which is why you need the experiences like you can come up with something maybe even better yeah but it's not what you planned at the beginning but you got to a exactly you know yeah. what I mean? which is tough and and it all depends on what also the dancers want you know because yeah. some people love that feeling yeah. of not having to give any sure personal ideas or like yeah. or whatever and they love to do fully what the choreographer wants but some people they they want to have more of that exchange and be a bit more free and not yeah. have everything super detailed and yeah and i i think i i really admire those dancers but within the principles and the way i am and the way i work it's just kind of a difficult combination so therefore it's it's gonna be a bit of a challenge yeah too but i think the challenge will will just enrich the piece with so much of their definitely stuff and it comes a co-creation instead of a creation yeah and it it can the, the, I guess the negative side also is that it can slow down the process a bit. Like if you know what you're doing, you're like, right, do this, 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 learn it, learn it, learn it. But then if you wait and then they suggest and you try and it doesn't work and then you suggest, it does slow the process down a little bit. So yep. you also in a in a more like, um, I guess the word is like pragmatic way, you need to be experiencing like, okay, let's try this. But you need to also know, all right, now's the time. I'm going to make a decision. Like mm -hmm. we're all throwing in ideas, but yeah, okay, yeah. So we've spent too long on this. We're doing that one. Let's move on, you know? And if you aren't um, maybe bold enough as a choreographer to do that, it mm -hmm. can also, you know, you spend so long listening to everyone yeah. and then yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, it's been six hours. Like I yeah. wasted my whole day. <laughs> and, and it's a nice way to, to, to make a lot of material because it's like if you work with a group of six people and you so kind much. of give everybody responsibility of, of their part and you yeah. put your own part in there within three days you can have like a 30 minute piece yeah. you know and that would never happen if i'm like with six dance okay i'm gonna choreograph everything you have to work super fast maybe in like three days you can get like 10 minutes done but yeah. then you work really hard if those 10 minutes are like really usable but yeah it's yeah and and i've kind of experienced both mm. um but i'm yeah, I, I really have a clear image of where I want to be as a choreographer and what kind of work I want to make. And yeah. therefore, I know what kind of things I still have to learn. And all the projects I have, I try to learn some mm. of those things. So I, in each project, I cannot focus on everything. So I need to kind of minimize it down. Okay, this project, I really want to learn um, how to go super deep in shredding, like to, to do like crazy stuff on like a lot of different bodies. Mm -hmm. And then maybe I have to let go of that. The tension spam mm. is like perfect. You yeah. know, if the movement depth is like so deep, then that can be the tension spam too, instead of emphasizing it with like speed and right. intensity. 
Um, but for another project I did recently, I made like a piece with 15 dancers oh, and wow. we worked for three months twice a week. And it was like, oh, wow. like, um, like high level amateurs and semi like professional dancers. Like all so mixed. Yeah. It was kind of like a development program. Okay. So almost like a, a pre-education for an academy, but okay, then like yeah. from a production house and they use like a lot of, uh, text and other parts of like, um, yeah, of like performing arts mm. also. So for me, I had three months to make a 20 minute piece. Okay. So that's like a lot of time. So yeah. therefore I knew if I start right away, then we're going to get bored super fast and the, the material is going to die. Yes. Right. So therefore I said, okay, from September and October, we're going to only research, mm. go super deep in your own body and in nice. your own abilities. And then in November, in like eight rehearsals, we make the piece. Mm. And then it was so nice to see them grow in the first two months. And then once we started creating, they created everything. The material was super high level. Mm. And I think we structured the piece in like three rehearsals. Wow. And then afterwards we had like five rehearsals to clean it. And then I could really, I was not so responsible for the movements because they kind of choreographed it on their yeah. own body. And and I was responsible for, okay, how can I and my composer check how we can make a perfect tension spam, you know, that it starts very chill we give them time to to enter in the piece then we start adding like elements and at some point it explodes everybody does crazy stuff together then it kind of goes to this highlight and then it yeah ends in like a nice like chill duet and like looking back on it like it was almost like a perfect tension spam yeah. and therefore i was able to to develop those things and now i have a better understanding of how i can work with like the tension spam of a theater piece. Mm. And that's one of the things I wanted to learn as a choreographer. So I use certain projects to develop those yeah, kind of yeah. qualities. And so, yeah, like I think going back to the point, like why I like to, to kind of strangle yeah. the material sometimes, <laughs> because I'm like, yo, I see my potential. I see where I need to go. And these are the things I need to develop. And I'm mm. using this project to develop them. Right, right, right. And therefore, we're kind of on a mission. Yeah. You know, right, it's right, not right. like we just step in and we'll see whatever happens. Like yeah, some choreographers sure. are like that and they they, they excel like super good under yeah. that kind of free, we'll see whatever comes up. Um, but yeah, for me, I feel like I'm not, I don't want to go there yet. Because yeah. there's not so much to learn. Yeah, and I think it's, it's like, that's the... Uh, for me that's how you don't strangle it if you know what i mean mm -hmm. because it's like sometimes that's what it is is like you, if you if you're too intent on that one thing but you don't have like a an actual grasp on it you that's where it's like you can kind of kill the potential of mm -hmm. it if you if you really know what you're trying to aim for i think that's like you kind of have to pick one of two roads it's mm -hmm. either like i'm here to be open and do this or i'm here to, like you said to be on a mission and yeah. if i'm on the mission everybody just get in the car and we're going you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. your job is to be the backseat drivers like. and you can get so much done too, yeah. you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and and i think it's just super good to to have a goal and to 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 clearly tell your dancers like okay this, this is, is where, where we're, we're going, going yeah. and and along the way tell them every time this is the stop this yeah. is where we had this is what we did this was good this needs to be better yeah or this is what we need to improve the coming days and then at the end we'll get there and yeah that's how I still like to bring my dancers along for the ride. So yeah. they kind of really understand where we are in the process. So then it's easier to fully focus on certain aspects, knowing that the others will still come. Yeah, it's really like, um, I was just at the University uh, of East London, with, mm -hmm. that's where Marta goes. And um, we're doing like some feedback with their, their, their final pieces. So they have to create mm -hmm. choreography for that. And it's just really interesting, like seeing the different, uh, I guess, issues and things mm -hmm. that they come up with. But it's interesting what we're talking about because a lot of the stuff that I find that they have trouble with is like working with dancers and figuring out how do they, how do you be the leader but not be too mm -hmm. in control? Because yeah. I think some people they're like, 
even even when they ask for advice and stuff, they're asking, how can I choreograph? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, that's up to you. But then yeah, they also yeah. want to bring involve the dancers. But mm-hmm. then, and I've gone through this myself, actually, like when I first started um, doing more choreography stuff, but it's like, you kind of find yourself saying to the dancers, so what should we do next? And they're like, you're in charge. You tell us what to do. But then mm-hmm. you also feel bad to be like, we're doing this, this and yeah, this. Yeah. It's a really like delicate yeah. balance to like, because you need the, as a dancer, I guess you need the leader who is, who you feel confident with. You feel like they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and not just showing up unprepared and, yeah, yeah. and this, but also you need a leader that's going to listen to you and that you feel like you can be open with, you know, even if they are on a mission, you can mm-hmm. say, oh, why are we doing that? And they know they have an answer. They're like, oh, it's because of this. And that's why we're doing this. But sometimes it's like people are not in either extreme. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. interesting. But did you, how did you get to this point of, because I, I assume you've been choreographing for quite a while. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. how did you get to the point of being this confident with that? Did you go through a lot of processes and phases or mm-hmm. did you, do you find that you were like naturally good at this or? Um, well, I, I like to think that I always had an eye for making. Sure. So when I started dancing, like very seriously, it's, I discovered really soon, I want to be a choreographer. What did you start? How did you start? Um, was it like freestyle? I, start, I started as a breaker. Okay. That makes sense. Um, <laughs> and then that was literally like 12 years ago. So I was 12. At the mm. skate park, my friends were, were breaking. I was like, yo, what's that? And yeah, I, yeah, I joined yeah. the breaking class. And then after two years, like, I, I realized, okay, I want to be a dancer, okay, yeah. not knowing like what I wanted to do. So yeah. I was like, okay, let's do commercial stuff. <laughs> so I went to this, uh, like, kind of not like a bachelor school, but like one academic level lower. Okay. It was like a commercial orientated dance academy. Nice. And, um, and it was not for me, but it was good because I learned all the basics, like of choreography, of yeah. like the contemporary, of jazz, of ballet. Yeah. And after two years, I switched to Fonties, which is like okay. a dance academy in Tilburg in the oh, Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they had like a, a contemporary department, but also like they call it urban contemporary. Mm. Where you is also this where Chandani went? Yes, this okay. is where I met her, yeah. yeah right. and, um, and it was kind of orientated on contemporary as theater, as hip hop mm. si- styles as well. And it was very floor work orientated. So with my breaking background, Sick. that was really nice. Yeah. But then after two years, I felt like, okay, like I really like the school and I'm happy I was here. But when I looked at the trajectory of the school, I didn't feel like I was gonna develop the way I wanted if I stayed. Mm. So then I was just exploring more widely. And then I came in Kibbutz Contemporary Dance Company in Israel. Okay. It's like a training program with this high level Israeli company. Nice. And um, and it was like a 10 month program. And back then I thought, okay, like this is where I wanna be, like in yeah. a contemporary company, like dancing there for a few years, maybe go on tour, like do, do crazy yeah. stuff, maybe go to a, a higher level company. And yeah. then at some point when you have a ma- name in your 30s, I can start making. Yeah. So th- I thought that was the tra- trajectory. And But being there, I was just really not happy doing okay. ballet every day. Like the repertoire in the beginning, it was nice, but at the end it became boring. Yeah. And not that I was really good at it, but it's like, I just, it wasn't my style to do. To like you don't have the passion for it. Yeah. And, um, and at the same time, I started like researching my own vocabulary a lot. And I was already like using breaking influences, like Sick. treading in my more contemporary uh, research. And then at some point, I really like conceptual movement. Mm. So I started integrating elements of tracing, of tutting, of fixed points, isolations, nice. and obviously treading. Yeah. And, um, and that I kind of really started going deep on all those like conceptual styles when I went to Israel. Nice. So that developed. And at the same time, I feel like my journey there at the the school of the program like stagnated. So I was like, okay, like why stay here if I can go home and fully develop on those things? I know I'm not there yet, but I mean, 
if I was going to stay at school, I had two more years anyway. Mm. So coming back from Israel, I was there for half a year. So I was like, okay, at least I have to give myself one and a half year to be consistent, to work, yeah. and then develop myself like in the way what I think I need yeah. uh, to then start really professionally creating. And you kind of got what you needed from that. Exactly, place, like like you know? looking back, like starting as a breaker, then doing a commercial school, then being at Fonties, then being in Israel. Like it, I had so much things from yeah. the outside that... that like stimulated me on so many different ways. And like one of them by themselves wouldn't be enough, but the fact that you exactly, did all of them, yeah. it makes the perfect. Like yeah, a, and, um, but even, but the downside of that, because I explored so much and also as a breaker, like I think I had potential if I continued like with the same workflow I was yeah. before I started studying, I think I would have become quite good by now. Yeah. Um, if I look at the guys that I came up with in the Dutch scene, they're killing it right yeah. now. So I like to kind of... Uh, Take that as a as, as an a idea, marker. like yo, if like if I would have continued with the work ethic I have, like probably I, I would have yeah. gotten that level. Um, but I didn't, and basically everything I did, like I kind of was fast with learning, but never really mastered anything. Right. So at some point, I realized, well, my body can do so many different things, but it doesn't know how it really feels to master something. Mm. So then I realized I have to go deep. Okay. And then out of all those conceptual things, like treading was the one that gave me the most options possibilities the most depth mm. so i really went for it i realized okay i just have to master this like i have to become really good at it so Sick. i know how it is to become to master something yeah, and yeah. i think that mastery like you you take that with with you all the time yeah and um, like even the process of how you got there is something that you've learned like now you've learned how to master a thing exactly and then if you want to yeah. apply that to other things in your life you can yeah it's like now i feel like um because i'm at a certain level in treading yeah i feel like okay i can open up my lenses again to see ah that that was really nice about contact improvisation yeah. that was nice about breaking and now I'm exploring all those realms again. Sick. And especially in, since a few like months, I've going, I've I've went back into breaking like mm. intensively, and I I never stopped, but I also never really trained. So right. it was kind of this thing where I still grow. Yeah. And now I'm kind of happy with where I am as a b boy also, but I can see my potential is so much higher because I know what my body is capable yeah. of. Uh, so now I'm just kind of trying to pursue it also in breaking more and to really. Yeah get my level of treading into my breaking stuff to go really deep there yeah. too. And I think my breaking stuff helps my treading stuff. And it all circles, right? Yeah. I think it's something I talk about with my friend a lot, but like that a lot of people don't learn how they learn. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's like the, yeah, the, yeah. The learning is a skill itself. So it's like, you have to do something, anything really to like explore how you learn the best and what your process is. And then you can apply that afterwards. But I think a lot of people just want to like get good at a skill let's say or, or get to a certain point in their career or whatever and it's like you are probably not maximizing what you're doing because you have never like you said like mastered anything because you were like oh this thing isn't making me money so let me try this or mm -hmm. this thing isn't yeah, yeah. i'm not doing well at it it's like just that process of getting good then after that you mm -hmm. know a lot of people let's say that are dancers and then go on to do other things you know outside of dance or they move to a different career it's like they might be better at that other career not because like the dance translates like they're like oh because i'm a dancer i'm really good at accounting or mm -hmm. whatever <laughs> but yeah. it's like the things they learn they bring it with they them. know how yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. They're, they're when they're picking up let's say music producing or, or whatever they're yeah. like i remember when i first started dancing what did i do i started with the basics then i see I, I sought help from like professionals i got this and then i spent some time on my own went back like all these things are like what a mature person knows mm -hmm. but when you're a young student you're just like 
how do I get better? But, but, but <laughs> why I think it's so beneficial to learn that stuff in dance because you learn it through experience. Yeah. Like obviously when you go to an academy, you have to do some uh, theoretical classes, but yeah. still most of it is practical. Yeah. So all the things you learn about work ethic, about professionality, about communication. Yeah. Even though we don't learn enough about that stuff, like directly, indirectly, you learn a lot and yeah. you bring that. 100%. Um, like I'm working as a like uh, associate choreographer for Scopino Ballet Rotterdam. Okay. And they have a program even where they bring like random businesses into the building of Scopino Ballet. No for way. kind of for some like managers and people from that business that they learn from how a dance ah. uh, company is run and how you collaborate together on the floor, right. how you communicate, how you physically take care of each other. And yeah, really they, they go into depth conversations with certain Sick. dancers from the company to yeah. also get knowledge back, like how we can do that stuff on another level. That's really smart. Yeah, I like it's really that. sick. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like a piece I created there, it's called Carry the Life. And it's really about six dancers being connected. Okay. And traveling on a playful journey through the possibilities they have with their bodies. Mm. And it's a very, um, I would say like, um, you really meditate on the piece and it's very like satisfying to watch. Yeah. And it's also a lot about collaboration and trust and really like giving yourself to the other person and surrendering. Mm. And so they performed also that piece on one of those days when the businesses came to so kind of get all those different insights of yeah. what businesses that don't have anything to do with dance can learn from dance. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's sick. I think, yeah, it's, I think that's dope. And it's like, um, it's also why I think that it's a good idea for like young kids to do sport when they're growing up, you mm -hmm. know, like we all kind of play football or basketball or something like as an after school thing. But it's like when you learn those skills about like, like you said, like physically, like hard work, showing up, doing the stuff, then when you go to school or uni or whatever you want to learn, you already know like, okay, I can push myself physically. Yeah, so yeah, why yeah, can't yeah. I just sit and study for another hour? Like it's yeah. similar type of things that you pick up, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, what I was going to ask you about is the piece. So first of all, the piece that you did at Back to the Lab, yeah. is that anything to do with what you're doing at the Breaking Convention? No. Completely different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you're starting completely new. Yeah. Okay, cool. And is that piece related? Was that just on its own or was that related to something else? Is that going somewhere? Yeah, I, I was supposed to only teach at back to the lab. Oh, really? So I was giving the master class on the first week on the Wednesday. Okay. Um, because Johnsy and I were meeting in November when I came to London and we had like a meeting yeah. about how the creation was going to be, okay. who I was going to be working with, what... For this? Yeah, what the practical things oh, we got, so was going to be. Oh, so this was before. I thought you did back to the lab and then Johnsy said... No, no, no. It was... It was Johnsy and I already talked about the tour From like one and a half year ago. And, uh, but so when we met in November, he's like, yeah, actually I'm searching for a math class teacher. Like you'll be great. Okay. Like looking at the people that are participating. So I was super down for that. Yeah. And I was supposed to only come for that day. And then two weeks before John Z calls me, he's like, yo, a participant fell out. Would you oh, like to join too? And therefore I was like, of course. And I was free that yeah. time. And like with the arts funding that I've received now also, we have like a really also money-wise and infrastructure where there's like a budget for me that if I do those things that I can actually use that budget for it too. <coughs> ah, so for nice. me, it's just an investment in myself too. So yeah. it's not only that I'm just there and yeah, like, I don't know, like it's somehow with this arts funding that I've received that yeah. started like at, uh, at the end of the summer until like 2024. I, don't, I just have space to do those things. Like mm. a few years ago, I'll be so busy with so yeah. many small projects that if you call me two weeks before, yo, do you want to join no a way. program of two yeah. weeks? Like, yes, but I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. I've, I've noticed how important it is to step back and to reflect. So I have the yeah. time. So actually I was able to say yes. And, and that was perfect because 
like in the the winter i did like a new year's retreat a movement okay. retreat in italy and uh, it was a play fight camp i don't a know play if you, fight yeah have you heard about it no uh, it's like um as in like wrestling <laughs> no <laughs> no it's um i i hope i say this right yeah. but it's kind of um it's almost a contact improvisation philosophy okay of where you um like you move together mm. and the ideas um that you want to make the other person fall okay without using force so it oh. all comes down to like letting go of the resistance in your own body yeah. from that connecting your center to the center of the person that you're moving with and then releasing your center therefore recycling that falling energy to the other person and then the oh, other person wow. falls to the floor oh that's a cool and and it's and my girlfriend did it already a few times yeah and always i was like oh that's interesting but never before was i like okay i'm gonna do it yeah but then we were writing for this funding and we had to do educational <laughs> stuff too like okay where do i want to grow in and at the time and still it's like okay i want to relax more in my body i want to yeah, like I use tension in a mm. very effective way, but right. I cannot let go of the tension. I want to learn how my body moves when it's fully surrendered. Yeah, and yeah. so therefore I went to that camp and it was amazing. Like it was really, the first few days were super difficult because it's like... Completely new. Yeah, and, 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 and the end result is that you you really dance together and you connect, but instead of with contact improvisation, you physically move each other and you're kind of sometimes almost fighting each other and rolling and it's like a lot of force like mm. with play fight everything happens in a very relaxed way so yeah. it's very chill but then once both people understand the practice you can go super far and you mm. can do like crazy stuff out of like we need that energetic transformation yeah. of of yeah of the connection together and and i don't know like that whole week opened my mind so much and i've Same. moved in ways that i haven't moved in years yeah so coming back from Italy, I was like, yo, I, I need to create, like I need to do something with this. Yeah. And then John Z called me, do you want to join back to the lab in two weeks? And I was like, yes. <laughs> so it was it was perfect timing. And is, yeah. so you did the whole program, like you did the two weeks of yeah. like, you did all the masterclasses and all yeah. the creation. Okay, so it wasn't just like, you came with like a solo to do, like you did everything. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I came in fully blank. Like um, I, I had some ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then once I started, I was like, no, I just need to So you it made out. the whole thing in that week yep wow I, I actually had to throw away half of the material that's crazy um and it was so sick like i i noticed so much inspiration flowing in my body and also with all the insights we got from the mentors and Z and yeah like at, on the first day we had like one hour to create something and i started improving with some ideas and just rolling on the floor and finding yeah. contact points and then i just somehow remembered the whole improv i did it a few times we showed it <laughs> And then like one hour of research, I had like a six minute solo already. Mad. And I look back at it, I was like, yo, that's dope. And yeah. I remembered everything. Yeah. So within that flow, I just continued creating throughout the moments we had in the first week to create. Sick. And then every day I made like five minutes of material. That's so on the crazy. last day, on, on the Thursday even, we had to still keep on creating. But at the end of the day, I had 20 minutes of material. So I was like, okay, now I need to stop. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm going to create... 10 minutes, right? Yeah, 10 minutes. <laughs> and then at the end, Jonesy gave me 13. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. You're like, please, <laughs> an extra yeah, three. Yeah, he's like, it would be a shame if yeah, you have to yeah, take yeah. away so much. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, it, it was, yeah, really... Before I, I came, because the program is kind of designed for people that have less experience. Uh, back to the lab. Yeah, back yeah, to the yeah. lab. And so knowing there, like, I wanted to hype myself up in a bit and obviously i had all inspiration from the play fight camp yeah but right before i came i asked myself like what do i want to get out of this yeah. experience because i'm going for a journey so let's go all the way and then i re realized like yeah i i, I want to feel more confidence like right. really in my own ability to embody it and to 
yeah, like also myself as a person where I am now, and yeah. kind of confidence in in the the biggest form. Yeah, and and throughout the week, without searching for it, like I got so many confirmations and so much like deep connections and like nice moments and. Mm. It gave me so like being uh, it for it filled me so much up with like good vibes. Yeah, that I came back home. And I was like, whoa, this was one crazy trip. Like, it's sick. And at the end, it gave me confidence, and I feel that now too. Like, like the last two months have gone like super nice because of, yeah, kind of the yeah the confidence I feel in myself mm. now and my abilities and like how the whole journey that I describe now comes together. Yeah, where I'm like, okay, I'm at a point where. I can be really happy right now. I can be, I need to look back and be grateful for the journey and appreciate where yeah. I am before moving forward. Mm. Because if I move forward now in the same pace that I went, then I'm going to stay in that tunnel vision. But now it's yeah. time to open it up again. And yeah, and you need those reflective moments to like let things settle before you yeah. kind of push on. Otherwise, you're not really taking in what you've learned or how exactly, you feel like yeah. this. But you know, it's, it's so interesting because how long do you guys have for your um, your final pieces? Like total? It's like six weeks or something? Like six weeks and like three hours a week or something, but like they have yeah sit at the university mm -hmm. like six weeks or so let's let's say for three hours a week to create five minutes of material. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting to hear that it's like in <laughs> in an hour you had six mm -hmm. minutes and then yeah. in like however later you know, in a week you had like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, but, but then if I had three hours, I wouldn't make eighteen minutes. Yeah, you know? so it's kind of <laughs> it's like a like, yeah. Like sometimes I rehearse the whole day and you end up with two minutes of material. Right. And then sometimes yeah. you step into the studio and you're like, let's grind. And you have like three minutes after one and a half hour. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you go all out, you know, this is all I need to do. So let let me go so hard that I feel as fulfilled as if I worked the whole day. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's stupid in a way, but just like generating a lot of material that you're also proud of yeah. just gives you that fulfillment. Yeah, definitely. And then you're like, whoa, okay. Like I just went into the studio. I did everything I could. I learned so much. I made dope stuff Yeah, in between. And that's where it's about. Do, do you have any, like, I mean, however much you want to share with us, but like, I guess your methods for like the kind of practical methods mm -hmm. for creation. Cause I think this is again, like speaking to like younger choreographers, this is kind of something that they maybe struggle with is like, they get in the studio and there's, I think the, the most famous or like well-known way of creating is like the commercial choreography ways. Like you sit at home or you go in a mirror, you make up a choreography, then you go to the studio and you teach it to the dancers. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, all right, if you're really, because I think also the the thing which I notice as a difference with theatre, but in the commercial world, it's like, or in the way people choreograph in that in that realm, is this very like everything as you do it is very set. It's like mm -hmm. this movement is like I've got three movements, but they're all exactly how they're going to be performed. And then the fourth movement, I have to keep working on it until it's perfect. Where mm. in theatre, it's a lot of times more like a layered approach. You kind of mm -hmm. start with loose stuff and then you come back to the beginning and it's not so linear, linearly yeah. polished. Yeah, I the guess. quality doesn't have to be there yet. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So is there, because I guess that's also what helps you with the time because I think if you're starting, each move has to be perfect. I can imagine spending the entire day and yeah. you're like, all right, I've got four eights. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So have you got different methods of like, how you would approach stuff or how you generate material or just, I guess you walk in into a studio being like, right, I've got nothing. I'm mm -hmm. blank and I want to start creating stuff. Like how does that turn into six minutes of material? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, as much question. as you want to like, give us yeah. your secrets. <laughs> it's uh, that's been a journey of five years. Yeah. Like yeah. kind of that's where, um, like I started talking about, like when you asked me, like if I created a lot of peace already and like what my history was and kind of where I left, like coming home, like fully diving into treading, that was five years ago. Okay. Wow. And, um, so in the beginning, it was just try and error, you know, and 
I really loved like improving and researching on my own body and yeah. finding the limits of the concept, but yeah. then creating, especially because with threading, there are so much options. Like it's, it was so overwhelming to create, like I could either get into the zone yeah. or I could go crazy yeah. and then really exhaust my mind in 15 minutes and then having a cool phrase, but then being like so full to not be able to make new material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I could never choose and I could end up like, the kind of paralysis yeah, when you can do anything it's and like at the end it's like you do a basic frame and you do it so tensed and so in the beginning it was not really working out creating yeah. on my own body so therefore i asked assistance of dance partners mm. <laughs> to make a duet together okay and therefore sharing a bit what's happening in my mind with someone else to then like uh, minimize what the activity in my brain and just very right. practical okay let's research some threading like i have this idea let's check if we can create this opening and it was kind of more of an exchange and that calmed myself ah. to like okay let's focus let's create and then yeah. we were productive and right. so my first one and a half year was just going into the studio with people and trying to create a clip that i could post on insta to show people yo i'm doing something yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And, and to kind of get my name out there as a choreographer and like the goal was to develop a language yeah. and at the same time I knew I don't need to wait or I should not wait too long before sharing it. Yeah. I can share it, share the process. That's and, uh, so important. Like, yeah. can you actually maybe talk a little bit more about it? Cause I keep, yeah. it's great to hear that you say that. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like there's so many people that want to wait until they're perfect yeah. to put it out there online. And they're like, you know, I don't want people to judge me or whatever. But I think like, maybe if you can tell us like as a little side, side point, mm -hmm. but like kind of what you see as the benefits of that, of like, sharing the process rather than waiting until you know now <laughs> let's say yeah, you started yeah. only putting stuff out on social media now what would be the benefit of that well i guess putting something out and sharing it is also to receive mm. feedback from it right and i think me myself also like i'm you're we are i think naturally afraid for feedback yeah <laughs> because of insecurity yeah. and and all that stuff um but <clears throat> waiting for it is like kind of um wait what it's like if you put something out while it's still a process yeah you're still putting it out like it's right. still kind of a product yes and it's really good to get used to getting feedback to that product even though it's not a final product yet yeah because then you kind of have an idea of what people think about it yeah and <coughs> and you still have time the, to the thing is with instagram like because most things that are happening on Instagram visibly is like positive. Right. So, so if I post like a duet that I like, then maybe it's not so high level, not 20 people are going to comment. I don't like it. Right. <laughs> they right. will just not say it, you know? Sure. And so you're going to get so, some positive feedback. And, and the danger of Instagram is that if you have 20 likes, uh, 20 comments, they're most, they're probably positive. Sure. So then you get hyped. And then if you don't have any comments, you think that those 20 are still there, but negative. Yeah. So you fill it in for yourself, but it's not, you know? Yeah, so yeah, therefore, yeah. and like, I've never been like huge on Instagram or something or like being super hyped by like the people around me. Yeah. But still people gave me like nice, like, ah, you're, you're doing something and everything yeah. was at a battle. Like, yo, I see you and keep it up and it's dope what you do and your threads look nice. And yeah. that motivated me to continue and to realize, okay, I believe in it. So it just needs time yeah. to be there. And like I'm so perfectionistic that I know I'm not there yet either. You yeah. know, like I still want to give myself and my body like five years to really get to a point where I can say, okay, now I mastered yeah. Yeah. threading. But at least you're like, your being a perfectionist didn't like stop you from doing stuff. Cause I think a lot of people mm -hmm. use 
perfectionism yeah. as an excuse. They're like, well, I'm waiting until I'm perfect. And it's like, you're not, you're just scared to put it out. You yeah. know what I mean? That you well, can do both, I guess. I think the privilege that I had is that I've dedicated fully mm. to becoming good at it. Right, right, right. So therefore, um, I was in the studio a lot. I was making a lot of hours and therefore a lot of videos. Right. So I didn't have to share everything, ah. but I could share one out of the five and that could still and feel active. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. think some people that because of school work they they want to go for it yeah but they don't have like every all the time so then they have to minimize it to one or two sessions a week so then it then takes like yeah i ah, know not next week will be it next week right. and then maybe the fourth week it's it and then you share it but then it took one month to post something and that might feel maybe less or whatever mm, that's a good even yeah. though i post like probably something once a month you know now yeah, i'm yeah, super yeah. perfectionistic like i I have so much gems on my phone that yeah. <laughs> that I love to show my friends, but yeah, I don't yeah, post yeah. put it out just because it's going towards the frame something. doesn't work yeah, or it's sure. like or it's too long. Like yeah, I think your yeah. your phases change. You know, like now you're in probably yeah. the point where you need to be more selective with what you put out there because yeah, like it's also a portfolio. You know, so exactly it's um like for a while I was kind of confused about it. Like yeah. hey, but okay, like especially if I make like a, a short treading video, like usually I try to. <clears throat> like kind of have everything in there like yeah. if it's something very isolated i try to have it very dynamic and fast if it's something more sure. bigger it can be a bit slower but that i try to push the quality of it so therefore sometimes i just upload like 20 seconds of like a phrase that goes really fast yeah but out of that 20 seconds that are perfect and i post i probably have like 20 tries of stuff that fails yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. then it's like am i putting out a wrong image before showing the perfection or is it more honest to show the dirt Mm. video you made because that's kind of more reality yeah but then at the same time recently i i got a bit into skating videos okay. because of a friend of mine and making videos there is like huge because it's basically you want to do tricks that nobody ever did before yeah. and you need a camera to prove that you did it yeah so therefore if someone does a trick like there's this like staircase in like uh california somewhere yeah it's called el toro it's like 20 stairs and yeah, yeah if you jump it or if you do it with like a certain trick it's like crazy like not many people did it yeah so if you want to do that trick then you have to record it so yeah. you have to get a film crew there you have to make it a thing like a magazine is probably coming there to write about yeah. it but maybe you fail six times but the seventh time you hit it and that goes into the books yeah. so you hit it yeah, you yeah know? That's and, it, and that's where it's about that's the art and it's like also with a painting like you only sell the painting if you believe in it that it's worth selling yeah it's not like you sell half of a version because and so it i mean even when yeah. you perform on stage it's like that that piece you did at back to the lab or any performance you yeah. did it's like you might have messed up in rehearsals 20 times but i don't care like exactly. I, yeah, as yeah, long yeah. as i see the performance yeah. version and it's fine the like product I'm happy. is the yeah. performance yeah, yeah, like yeah, i don't yeah. want to talk it like it's <laughs> it's something material yeah materialistic um but it kind of yeah, like it's something it that you have to think of as a product like yourself yeah. but also your work is like the thing that you're putting out there and eventually when you get to like a kind of where you're at you want to sell your work and you want to get paid to do this thing that you've spent so many yeah, hours yeah. doing so you have to like think about these things i guess but anyway sorry i just took you off the tangent but no, no, no. you were saying about your creation methods oh yeah yeah well, that's yeah. where we start <laughs> so yeah i guess like maybe no. more uh if you could go back on that like what yeah, how do you think, like, what would be your... You said it, it was a long process to get yeah, there. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's what you've been spending time yeah. doing. But is there something, I don't know, that maybe you would advise, like, younger choreographers to do or, like, people that are kind of 
struggle with choreography or are new to choreography like especially in more of a theater setting like how would they how would you suggest someone else walks into back to the lab let's say like and creates material yeah. let's say they want to come up with 10 minutes for me like i think um if i can give myself feedback or yeah. like uh, like advice i would have probably taken improvisations more seriously mm. in terms of that can be a research or a product too yeah where it's like um with back to the lab it was basically researching certain areas for a few times and at some point i figured out in that world what i want to do mm. and i remembered it and i structured it and the remembering process is just five years spending studying a t style and yeah. now like in my rehearsals it's i always like that if someone makes a solo and at some point they're stuck that i first want to learn the whole solo right before i can help them yeah and because my mind understands every step that you do because i've done it myself so many times it's like it goes you can like feel this. in your body where it needs to go next or exactly yeah. so that remembering thing i don't have advice for it but just keep on doing it sure sure <laughs> and um, so you would advise like let's say that that method would be like do some improv and then kind of just be like okay what what just happened like yeah, let me go and, back and, and film it you know yes. and, and check it and, and and ask yourself hmm, what did i like about it what did i didn't like about mm -hmm. it and give yourself the task to work on those things and apply it again in an improv are you ever and, like doing an improv and then literally recreating it step by step or are you just taking moments from the improv that you like and no. kind of piecing them together yeah, that, that really depends. Like, okay. I, I think when I'm creating, creating, it's always out of the improv context. Uh, but just okay. making it, like deciding, okay, this happens, this happens, this happens. Uh, but just improving in order to get an idea of what you want to do. Mm. Like, if you always keep it, like, in your mind, like, as a vision, like, you never have any idea how it looks on your body. Yeah. So what the result will be of the embodiment. But if you embody it and yeah. you improv and you film it and you check it, then it's like, oh, yeah, this is what I could have done if if if... If I really like this, I can just learn the whole improv and that yeah. can be the piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think now because my body has done those steps so many times, I can easily learn improv because I understand where the steps come from. Mm. Um, so for me, it's a very valuable thing to being able to learn an improv. Yes. Like, um, I don't know if you saw that video I recently posted, like the three minute video. Uh, potentially, one. I've been watching a lot of different videos of yeah. yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was literally like at, at one night I went to my studio, I started training, I made this small combo and then I filmed it. So I was like, right. oh, let's see how it looks. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I kept, I filmed it and then I, or I, I did the, the combo and I continued improving afterwards. So I was mm. like, yo, that's dope. Sick. So then from the video, I learned the improv. Then I went over it again. I started improving again. And I, at some point I was like, yo, that was dope. And then I tried to remember what I did. And then before I forgot, I put the camera on and I yeah. check it again. So I improv the whole, so I do the whole thing until I know, then I improv. Yeah. At some point I put my dot at the end of the sentence. Then I check the video. I learn what I did mm. and then I continue. And, improv and again. that way, like, so if you want to go to my Instagram and check like the, yeah. the three minute, 22 video, second video, it's literally five times filming a combo and improving at the, the next 20 seconds wow. and then learning it and then filming that part and then improving again Sick. and in 45 minutes i made that three minute three solo minutes. yeah <laughs> and so therefore like learning material from video has been super useful for me so i i, I hope or i wish i did that more because mm -hmm. i always had struck because like the thing i talked about when you start treading is like so many options yeah that's why i never could make choices mm. but while improving i made the choices so why not accept that i'm better at 
producing material when I improv, <laughs> yeah. filming it, then learning the improv. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then still, and it's still a choreography. Yeah. So it's not like you cheated or no. anything. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. literally what, like one of my, my, my mentors, like Emma Portner shared years ago. It's like, if you're the dancer that claims to be better at improving than choreographing, <laughs> then choreograph your improv. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> some really part small. of your body did it. So yeah. it's just like, I mean, improving it's easier to, to go crazy places because you don't have to calculate everything or remember it but your body did go there so once you went there and you can see through a video what that step is then it's literally developing the intelligence in your body and your mind to to grasp that moment again yeah. and maybe it's less dynamic but you still have it and you just have to do it a lot before it gets in the body and you could do it as dynamic yeah as in the improv and then like tell me if you would do this because the way that makes me think is that like that we said about the layers and the different mm -hmm. things you the way you can choreograph but it's like that can be step one of five like you yeah. let's say you could improv set your improv like you did for that three minute 22 and then you could take that video or, or that that three minutes of material into a studio and then keep touching it up from there so you could exactly. add the dynamics yeah. you could add movement through the space you could add like um, you could even add people to that so yeah. you could have yeah, no yeah, yeah. no way that it's a it's a uh, multi-person piece mm -hmm. at the start but then you take this initial combo into the studio and be like right there's four of us how do we turn this into like that and that might be where the dancers are inputting ideas yeah. and stuff so I think it's like well I would say and tell me if you agree or disagree <laughs> but like the starting point is often the hardest like once you have mm -hmm. some material yeah, 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 yeah. or something's going then it's easy to say like for example if if i brought someone in and i was like this is what we've got mm -hmm. what do you think how could we touch it up everyone can say oh yeah do more of this do less of that if i bring them in and i say i've got nothing yeah, make me yeah, something they're yo. like ah oh, where do i start like yeah. so i think once you've got the ball rolling yeah. then you can nudge it in the right direction you know that's kind of the last thing you said is the same as dancers and i was one of them that, yeah. that thought they know better than the choreographer oh yeah because at that <laughs> moment they don't have as much stress as the choreographer yeah. so then obviously they can think more clear about logical solutions that might be needed for the piece yeah. but it's not like you brought us there so then you could make that choice you know it's yeah. more because you're not stressed about it you can think more freely and therefore maybe make a smarter choice but yeah. it doesn't make you smarter than the choreographer <laughs> and I, I was that guy like yeah. i always tried to oh, outsmart my choreographers and at the end <laughs> yeah. i just and at some point i noticed that and i was like yo this is not nice yeah like yeah, i like yeah. I don't want to ever work with a dancer with as with someone who has the energy that I had sometimes. Oh, really? When I was dancing in a piece and I wanted to be the choreographer, so therefore I'm like I'm not a performing dancer for someone else. Like yeah. I, I'm just not that guy, and therefore I I don't my energy doesn't flow. Like I cannot be, I cannot share all the potential that I have. Because you can't like let go of being in the driver's seat, kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I think I think it's a control thing yeah, too. You right, know, right, like right. I, I like to be in control. Well, I kind of um, had that a little bit, but it's like your yeah. your brain doesn't turn because like you're in something, and if you can see a problem with it or something mm -hmm. that you'd fix, it's really hard to just go, okay, I'll just do it your way. You're yeah. like, oh, I want to tell him I can do it better. Or and like, I think back then, like I had no idea how to create. Right. But the thing was, if the choreographer came with a story, I would start thinking within that story. Yeah. And then we kind of come to the point where I'm like, maybe I thought sometimes I knew better, but it's like, <laughs> yeah. yo, but you don't know shit. Like, like it's <laughs> yeah. not. And. Well, there's more skill. Yeah. Like, maybe in that moment you did have good ideas to put in, yeah, but there's yeah, more course, skills to like. Uh, but it's about relevance. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we went a bit off track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were back but, to but, the movement thing. Yeah. And I, I think what I wanted to. Yeah. 
also use as a defense against the idea of learning how to improv and film it. It's where I think improv, especially in the hip hop scene, it's our strongest point. Yeah. So if you want to learn how to choreograph, learn how to uh, reproduce your improv. Yeah. And I think where we, as a community, a lot of times lose quality is when we start creating. And yeah. because when you're creating, like all those things that are you do in a battle are not valid anymore. But that's not true. Yeah. Like it's really, like Jonesy said that also recently, like that he, when he was, like I, I re-listened to the podcast of you and Jonesy. Oh yeah. Like a few days ago oh, as cool. a preparation <laughs> of this one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because I love the conversation. Oh, like sick. I was literally when you. I just met Jonesy. Yeah. Like oh, I was cool. checking for podcasts of Jonesy. Oh, sick. And that's how I found yours. So basically that was the first podcast of you I ever oh, listened nice. to. Oh, that's so cool. And then I also listened to the one of Max. Oh, and, nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good one. Yeah. And but he mentioned like watching like pieces from Wim van der Kebus and like those like Belgian choreographers and thinking like we as hip hop dancers, we can do better. Yeah. Like, like at, at <laughs> that specific thing, like we would smoke them, you know, and, and, and that resonated so much from yeah. like us as like hip hop dancers going to theater, we should really learn like how to reproduce the quality you have in an improv yeah. when you structure things. And then that will never be structured like I really do these steps in this particular way, but it's more like, ah, at that point I'm standing there, I'm walking with his yeah. qualities, then I go to the floor, then I stand up, then I have this internal battle that I'm embodying. And I don't know how, but it, it yeah. comes from a source, you know, yeah. and therefore spontaneity is like very important and a big quality of hip hop dancers. So learn how to use it in theater. You don't have to structure everything. No, yeah. And and if you, and the more you do that semi-structuring, you, the better you will get at fully structuring. Yeah. Like literally, and we do that structuring yeah. in our rounds anyway. Yeah. Like when we battle, we know we want an intro that like, even if it's super simple, but we want a really hype intro to counteract what they just did. Or we want to mm -hmm. like come in chilled and then build up to something. Like we're kind of structuring our movement on the fly anyway. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if you can do that given 60 seconds, having never heard the song before, <laughs> like if I give you a whole day in a mm -hmm. studio, you should be able to like, you should obviously it not should but like it's a skill that you can develop mm -hmm. is to like do what you're doing but just now take your time and yeah. like breathe and exactly. go over yeah. it and, and also like reflecting on my own journey i was thinking i i realized like i did perform quite some solos yeah. when i came back from israel but all of them were improv mm. because i was always working with this live musician who was working with like oh, a sick. loop station his yeah, name yeah. is ocean really dope uh, okay. guy from amsterdam <laughs> And um, always when we were in the studio, my excitement as a maker was like, oh, let's build something. Yeah. And once we started building a piece, I realized, yo, but I'm so much better like if I improv. And because I had him, it was a very safe like yeah. research and he could kind of adjust the music on me. I could adjust on him and he would kind of time, okay, it's 10 minutes, I should finish it. And I finish when he finishes. And yeah. Because I just knew like if I have to make a solo now, it will not be as good as when I improv. <laughs> yeah. And and then it was the goal, okay, let's become good at an improv performance. And that was a really nice discovery. And now I'm at the point like, okay, I know if I have, I know I, I can improv right now, like a 10 minute solo. Yeah. And I know it will work. Yeah. Because within those 10 minutes, I can literally warm up my body, not do any crazy stuff five minutes. Once I'm warm, I do crazy stuff and you finish whatever. Yeah. But that's not what I want to learn right now. Like, I don't need to show off skill and I don't want to sound arrogant either. No, no. But I know what I can do improv-wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what I wrote in, like, the, the caption also of, like, that three-minute, 22-second video where I knew in the right state of mind I was always able 
to produce this quality improving. Yeah. But it's so satisfying that now I feel I'm at this point where I can do it choreographing. Yeah. Like I came home and I showed my girlfriend, like, yo, I made this crazy video. And she was like, yeah, but you're only away for like an hour. I was like, yes, but this is what I made. <laughs> Sick. And, um, and then she, she did it out and, and I didn't tell her it was fully choreographed and we showed it, showed it to her. It's like, yo, that's sick. And I was like, yeah, I can do that exactly again. Sick. She's like, what? And I was like, yeah, like I choreographed all this. Like what? <laughs> and yeah. because she knows my vocabulary so well. And for that video, I didn't use any combinations I had. All of them were found on the spot. Obviously with steps, I always yeah. do, but just the, the progression was new. And yeah, so therefore the, the combination of improving and creating is just so valuable yeah. and also very nice for your dancers when you're working with them to let them improv with yeah. it you know so th they get physically familiar with it and you get an idea okay but how does it look if they work with those ideas mm. yeah and i guess it's just also in a way like the more tools to create that you have like you said like you could improv a piece so once you're like right i can improv a piece i know it's going to be of a certain level I'm going to add more tools, which mm -hmm. is now like, okay, now I can create or whatever, because it's like, okay, you might be able to improv a piece. At, but at that point, if you had to work with four dancers and you weren't going to be on stage, you're like, how do I do that? Like, so yeah. you, now you develop that skill. So now you expand your ability to be able to either do it with other dancers or even to recreate the piece. Like if you improv a piece, but somebody said, I want that exact piece, yeah. you're like, ah, it was improv. So, yeah. you know, some people might be fine with that. Some people might want the exact thing. Yeah, and, and when you learn how to work with improv, you can start structuring it. Exactly. So even though I, I think what in those improv performances was nice was quality. Yes. Because I went for it. I could yeah. only focus on quality. And yeah. because of the natural progression of how comfortable I would feel on stage and how, would, how many minutes I would need to really warm up and to express yeah. and to, to own the stage, <clears throat> that would create like a natural tension spam. Mm. But now making the solo with breaking convention, like I made it in a few days. So I had like one and a half week to tweak it and to yeah. really check all Sick. the details. I was able to really write it out. Like, okay, mm. how does it work? And to work with my composer about the music and to get all those things in line. And usually I never like dance to music like mm. directly. So it's always like a soundscape yeah, or yeah, yeah. especially with my composer that I also have now in London, like, I make the piece without music and then he makes the score on top of the piece. I think it's like a such film, a nice way of you know? working, yeah. But really. the thing is, I didn't have him with me at <laughs> back to the lab. So okay. I was like, okay, I have some time over, yeah. some time left. Let's add an extra challenge. Okay, I need to learn to really follow the cues. Mm. So on the music, everything became super, imp uh, super like precise, precise mm. like choreographed, which made me stress also more, but that was a good challenge. Uh, yeah, well, I mean... Uh, what was sick, I thought, about the um, Back to the Lab piece mm. <clears throat> was, like, I didn't know. I was even more impressed when I found out it was choreographed because I thought it was really intricate and detailed. And I was like, that's crazy. And especially even more, I was like, if he can replicate exactly what he just did, like, that's yeah. wild. And also, I think it's so easy when you're doing a solo the temptation to improv is like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Cause yeah, you're like, yeah. especially say if you're doing that piece and it's mm -hmm. really intricate for people who haven't seen it, you should, if it ever goes online, you should check it out. But like, <laughs> if you're doing all these bits, right. If you go wrong, we don't know. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> if yeah. at any point, like you, you're like, right, I have to stick to this. And if there's like three dancers on stage, you don't want to veer off course because yeah, yeah, it's going to make them look, the whole you fuck up the whole yeah. thing. Right. So if, 
you're by yourself, the temptation is like, oh, I'm not sure what's next. And you could just be like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. what that's sick is that you like stick to it and you can you can yeah. do the whole thing. And it kind of makes it more impressive, I guess. No, the last uh, three days, I run it 10 times a day. Oh, wow. So I just went in the studio. My goal is to run it 10 times. Yeah. And I, for me, yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. uh, this is why that piece was like one of my favorite or well, it was my favorite from that night but it's one of my favorites i've seen in a while but like oh, thank you no, that's, no, it's like yeah, and it's really like my type of movement like nice, yeah. even it's the type of piece that like people afterwards like after the show were like didn't even hear what i had to say but they came mm. they're like you love that yeah, piece, right? yeah. like they know me well enough so that's like my no, thing I like um but i love the like I love the the journey into intricacy because mm. I think it's like we some people do these things and I don't know if maybe they are they don't want to do it as choreographers they don't want to go so deep into that movement or they don't um, think the audience will appreciate it or have the mm. attention span yeah, yeah. to keep watching the same thing you know because there's some people yeah. that like touch on threading or these like little intricate small movements it's like um you know sadek and the guys from paris that do yeah, all that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's similar vibe yeah. for me yeah. where it's like they're yeah. specialists in a thing and mm -hmm. they just take that thing and go yeah, deep into yeah. it you know and i, I really love yeah. i just love specialists yeah you know what i mean like whether yeah. it's like but what's crazy with him with the uh, like sadek yeah. guy like once he found that thing with him in the middle orchestrating this whole group behind like it probably would have been legend anyway if we just did it once. Yeah. That it would have, like, kind of, the first video of Le Twins, you know, like, it breaks out, everybody goes crazy. Yeah. But it's so sick to see how commercially he milks it out. Like, he's making so much money, like, with just this concept. And every time he adds, like, this one little different thing yeah. that makes it legit, like, okay, let's yeah. watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. dope. <laughs> and it doesn't stop becoming yeah. interesting. And sometimes, like, I scroll and then I see it again, like, oh, does he don't do it again? Yeah. But every time I take the pages to watch, I'm like, fuck, like, it's so sick. Like, it's just yeah. kind of jealousy in a way that yeah. he found something like that. And yeah, like... It, he finds ways to yeah. keep it fresh. And it's really, yeah. like, for me... Yeah, it's, it's inspiring. And it's, it's yeah. nice to see what, what you can establish once you master the uh, mastership think, yeah. in it, yeah. And I think, like, for me, Levels. it's really clever because i think one thing that we i talk about this all the time but like that we miss as dancers is like the branding and the marketing side mm -hmm. and it's like sometimes you can i'm not saying this is why sedex successful but you can be successful just by being unique yeah right? and it's yeah. like once you're unique and you're that unique there's no one else to compare you with mm -hmm. so you don't need to be better than anyone else because there's yeah. no one else doing what you're doing yeah. so it's like I mean, Sadek now has that problem because everyone copies his shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like he's... But everybody knows, you know. Yeah, he, he, and knows yeah, where it came it's from. Like, it's like, a, mm. he has a copyright, you know. Exactly. But it's yeah. like, I think that's what's cool and that's what makes, you know, how many mm. kind of, uh, you know, if you take like the typical commercial choreographer, there's like a load of them that choreograph mm -hmm. in a similar type of way and no. slight differences. But how if you're going to get a commercial and you're like oh, i want dance that looks different and that everyone's going to remember this advert or this coca-cola thing yeah. or whatever it's like things like that your piece or like sadex work or these specialists that really can make this unique looking work it's like you can't beat that really because yeah, it's yeah. like what else yeah. are you gonna if you watch a you know a, an advert that sadex in or something doing that stuff or, or like if i watch your piece in the month or two months or three months, how many other pieces am I going to see that are going to 
mix in with that in my head. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. I'm going to be like, yeah, I saw a bunch of different contemporary pe- and the threading piece. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's, I'm not going to see a lot of other different things that are similar. So it mm. really stands out to you, which I think as an artist is one of the more important things. It's, it's like to be remembered, nice to, to, yeah. to have an identity, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I get that from like people who are specialists. Mm-hmm. See you. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Marta doing, if you see pictures on Instagram, hey. it was her. Um, have a good one. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's something that I think is so important is like identity and like, mm-hmm. thing. and I think authenticity, authenticity. Yeah. And it's like, if you love <laughs> so something, cliche, but yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> but it's so important. It's, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's important for you because you feel like you're really getting something from what you're doing and also the audience are like wow we see something that you love and you're Mm -hmm. like spending the time like for me that was so cool just to see you do that piece where it was like like people at home it's legit like 10 minutes straight of non-stop threaded like really good stuff um (laughs) and i think it's like if you see that i mean and also anything on your instagram (laughs) but it's like it's like i can i'm interested just because i'm like you've you you care so much about this thing mm-hmm. that it makes yeah, me yeah, care yeah, you yeah, know what i mean yeah, i'm like yeah. oh my god like he's he's gone so in depth and i'm like all right well in my head even you know i'm a i, I dance and i choreograph so i kind of have a bit more than mm-hmm. an, an average audience member in my head but you know two minutes in i'm like he's done everything i would have ever done <laughs> like he's yeah. done my whole career of yeah. choreography in two minutes so i'm like you got another eight minutes left. So now I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like I'm invested in the journey. Yo, 13, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. Like, so to see you like almost like embark on a mission, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to, you know, do all yeah. this threading and go in. I, it's almost creates questions and it creates like an interest from me. Cause yeah. it's like, if I know you're going to try something and leave it, try something and leave it in your piece. And sometimes that works and whatever. Um, I'm kind of like, there's no questions that it raises mm-hmm. in my head and therefore i mean maybe through the narrative or something you have to raise other questions or other ways of keeping me engaged but that's what i thought <clears throat> i mean we spoke about this a bit on the on the pod when we were reviewing the stuff but i think what i really liked is that because that's so deep and so intricate and there's so many layers to what you're doing everything else was stripped back mm. which i think was such a, i was like oh this guy's so like <laughs> knows what he's doing because it's like it's already a lot to process, right? Yeah. And it's like, you you knew that it's a lot to process, but you're like, I want you to process it. Mm-hmm. So you're like, all right, no costume, no like crazy lighting. I'm not going to move loads and create loads of like things for mm-hmm. you to look at. It's a solo. So it's like stripping everything back, focus on the one thing I want you to focus on, which is so, <laughs> it's such a like understanding mm-hmm. of, and I, I'd not say, obviously you know this, but I'm saying this for people at home. <laughs> but it's like, it's an understanding of the audience's experience and like, mm if i'm going to get them to do this i need to also take this away in order because i think sometimes yeah, people but, just throw yeah. everything at the wall you know but it's it's basically a reflection of the feedback i got like uh. in the beginning it's nice yo it's dope it's innovative i, I like the language yeah it's too much like mm. like the, that piano song for 30 minutes like <laughs> intense bro and, yeah. and it's like slow down like like what happens if you let go of each other like yeah. all those things that back then i wasn't able answers i wasn't questions i wasn't able to answer yeah yeah and it's just experience you know and, and back back then i took some really hard you know i oh, was really it really hard like ah oh, like i should have yeah should have been the dopest piece ever and <laughs> i was like like unrealistic expectations but yet there and legit therefore mm. um 
and you just take that with you in the next project and the more like with a with a light perspective you look at them the more subtle you can take them in yeah. your process and it's if if some person gives a comment about the music it's not like in the next piece you need to fix the music <laughs> and it needs to be perfect like yeah. what he wanted you know and then people can say they love it and they love almost everything about it and then one person says i didn't like this specific thing about it yeah. and you think that that thing is bad but all those yeah. other th- people like that one thing so True. it's like dealing with feedback is so difficult. Yeah, yeah. But that's why. You, but you need to continue. Like you need to be consistent and mm. to inter- and and to give yourself time to integrate it. And yeah. sometimes it it still hurts me if I made a piece that I'm kind of pr- that I'm proud of, and I I look at what I gained through the process and yeah. where I got, and then some people give like this one little thing. And I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but that that's okay. You know, that's that's a lesson, and and like. I really appreciate like what you say about it and that is such a like that's such a fulfilling feeling that someone Sick. tells that about your work and that's so much more important about other cri- criticism I could have received about it and yeah it's like what you yeah. take as more meaning like if you because I, I know a lot of people like this I'm like this sometimes I think we all are but it's like 10 people say you did an amazing job and one person says yeah. they didn't like it and you're like fuck that but it's like yeah. you're you're focused on the one not the but you you shouldn't let that change your perspective on the project and in the beginning now i think i look hard i i look or i'm i'm tough at myself reflecting on certain projects because it didn't live up to the expectations of some people that saw the piece not even my own yeah and therefore because i have them so highly that i that i think that's more valuable than my own opinion Mm. and now it's really like and i've always kind of done that not to defend myself, but <laughs> um, but you have to make what you want to make, you know, and that's the authenticity. Like I, like I need to make the adjustments in my piece that I feel like my piece needs in order to like it, not yeah. to, to what what you're how you're gonna like it. Yeah, and um, and I think therefore, yeah, then it's it's a slow cooking process, but at the same time, it's cooking at the right temperature with the right <laughs> yeah. ingredients and then it yeah, just yeah, needs yeah. time Not before it's ready. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck the microwave. <laughs> but how do you, yeah. so then I guess like, how do you, how did you learn to deal with that feedback? And like, at mm. what point is there certain people that you would listen to now? Or do you have a select, do you like go to certain people for feedback and no one else? Or how mm. do you filter the feedback on your work now? Um, or let's say external yeah, yeah. feedback well f- for me like I, I work a lot with my girlfriend okay like nice. she's also in my company oh she's and a dancer oh yeah, amazing yeah like Sick. you've probably seen some videos of her oh, on my cool. Instagram and oh, nice. like we just also made a new duet together mm. and because I'm so involved with what I do I cannot help but bring that home yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and therefore like I'm trying to not talk about it all the time but I need to let some things out yeah, and show some things and get yeah. some feedback and and therefore with her like see we can talk about it on a nice. deeper level you know so it's and also when somebody said something that felt wrong yeah. from my side and then even though i know i shouldn't take it that way i still am not able to let go of it yeah. and i just need to talk about it with her or like with uh, like especially the the three dancers i have my company like yeah. it's called treading theater oh nice yeah and uh, and all of them i'm super close with them so it's my girlfriend it's sam and tosca okay. and all of them i worked with and trained with them like for years oh nice That's and they're good. also like my best friends so Sick. it's it's almost like an a company and every time we train we also hang out Sick. and and therefore i'm also so close with them that i'm really able to open up and to 
yeah to, to talk about all that stuff and yeah and and i think at the end of the day if you really like have the drive to continue you just have to go through that negative feedback maybe but it but it yeah i think for me positive has always outweighed the negative yeah, with so yeah, much yeah. where i'm i'm i cannot be anything than grateful for all the support i've got so far and yeah. and that helped me too you know like if i i don't know if i would have continued on the path i was if in the beginning i didn't get confirmation from certain people at certain times where like yo yeah. you're doing a good job and it's coming and i see you i see yeah, you yeah 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 that's um and i think it's also it, yeah. it speaks on like how you are as a person because i think you're putting it sounds like you're putting more weight into the positive comments that you get and you're seeing more the positive comments yeah. than the negative and you're kind of like all right whatever but when somebody says something nice that's what stays with you and i think some people have that the opposite disposition almost mm. when it's like yeah like i said like they ignore anyone that says anything good but when someone says something bad that's what they focus all their energy yeah. on and it's like that's not a good way to be i think you know but I, i've noticed a lot that it also depends on how do i look at the piece myself mm. like to really shape an opinion about it before any before it premieres so you're you already know, confident yeah, like or, it's already like yeah Yo, it's gonna be crazy you yeah. know it's gonna <laughs> and 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 the thing is like with me because i'm so obsessed like if i don't if i if I don't message you right before break a conference, yo man, enjoy the show. It's gonna be crazy. Like I didn't do a good job, you <laughs> right, know, right, and I right. wouldn't, and I wouldn't be happy. You, you want to be like excited yeah, for it yeah, to premiere, and, yeah. And I don't know, like just putting the right amount of work in, like it, it usually comes out that way. Mm, yeah, um, it's like working on it until you're excited. Exactly. Like, if you're yeah. not excited, that's a good sign to be like, all right, it needs more. If if I'm not excited, I'm like, I need to make a new piece. <laughs> like really, and <laughs> yeah. so. So it's it's really like chasing that what excites you and yeah. th- not like a That's junkie. That's a great way to say but it. But it's yeah. like it's really, and I mean you know sometimes like I try to rehearse sober now, but if you're at home and you smoke a joint and then you <laughs> check back the footage, yeah, and then you're able to look at it less critically, but more like really seeing what it is. Mm. Like I take notes, you know, yeah, like yeah. I take notes and I like that's like also like during back to the lab like when when i looked at the whole piece one time like when i was super high i was like yo i should shave my beard i should shave my head i should do it in my underwear yeah it's gonna be crazy and then the next day i'm like nah (laughs) and then but then the artist in me wants to know but like yeah do what you you really said you were gonna do it so the day before i was there with my like my my razor (laughs) razor blade and i was like "Ah, fuck it man and i did it i was like shit i shouldn't have done it but then at the end it's like no it 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 worked no i think that's it's like almost like a a continuation of the like stripping back aesthetic you know what i mean like those things i think you know it could have equally worked without shaving your head and and with the clothes on but it just added it did add something yeah it's the picture of everything stripped back and it's really like um it almost made me think of like this isn't going to really make sense but like it almost made me think that you were like showing us the inside of a car engine it's like it was like you being the mechanic and being like look at how everything works and it's like it um, wasn't you showing us the finished car and yeah, the glamorous yeah, yeah. outside. Yeah. You were just like, strip everything back and like, look at all the intricacies of this shit, like I inside. But um, no. yeah, so oh, what was I going to say? That, um, so many like uh, different what things. Is, what, is, yeah. what, what is the feedback you would have given the piece? Ooh. You know, it's so funny. I never do. I don't know if we spoke about <laughs> this on the pod. I never like say anything at Back to the Lab or Open Art. Um, well, you know, when someone was like asking about the narrative and stuff, mm. or I think, was it Johnsy that said, did it need a narrative? Yeah, or, yeah, he asked that, yeah. I was like, nah, I don't think it needs that mm. at all. Because like, I'm really, the way I create anyway, I, I'm not really a narrative person. Mm. I wouldn't, I don't think I'd ever do like a whole 
acting storyline or there's mm-hmm. um, uh, like obviously structure and stuff is good but for me personally i didn't need any um narrative for that i think the strip back elements of it like mm. was it's, the whole it's a thing. physical narrative you exactly. know like we had a whole conversation about it during the week when anthony one of the coaches yeah. he asked are you guys a storyteller or who raise yeah. your hand if you're a storyteller and then i didn't raise my hand and i'm like i do tell a story but i don't want to I don't move like I'm telling you a story. Exactly. And yeah. therefore, I don't feel like really a storyteller from that perspective, but I am telling a story. So I'm like I, am, I am a storyteller. Taking you on a journey yeah. more than exactly. telling and a story. Yeah. It's almost like, um, do you know Emma Portner? I know the name, but... Yeah, she's like, uh, she's one of my biggest yeah. inspirations. She's like a choreographer from Canada. Okay. And um, I looked up at her for like a very long time. And then at, at, at after a lot of years, like we started working together. And we made this short film together. It's called Sit Bones. And uh, yeah, it's like a, a duet I'm really proud of. It was one of the milestones in my career that made me realize, yo, I'm, I'm at the right path. Um, but that was one of the videos, like once I came, we shoot it in New York. And once I came back home, that I showed it to everyone. Like, yo, check this video, check this yeah, video. Yeah. And where I wanted to go to is, uh, I showed it to a friend and his girlfriend. And we watched the whole thing. They were like, yo, that's dope, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but where was it about? I was like, it was not about anything. Yeah. And then she's like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> you made such a complex and good quality and dope stuff, but it's not about anything. Yeah. Like, then why did you make it? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, yes, but it's like, it has a story. Yeah. But it has a physical story, like a physical narrative. And once you start putting words to explain the story, those words will never be as rich as the movement is in, in our case. So it is a story. But it's not a story I could explain. It's only a story I can show. Yeah. And and that and that just like that was such a like like you didn't yeah you didn't like it connect. didn't make like it was so funny to 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 yeah. hear that from such a sober perspective. Like with, <laughs> yeah. like how can you come up with all this stuff if it doesn't mean anything? Where did it come from? Well, it, the, the 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 origin was very tangible you know yeah. it's it's like it's like a movement concept yeah. that we tried to explore with two bodies <laughs> this and looks cool that's how yeah it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah and even though we want to make it sensitive and vulnerable like we're still looking for stuff that's dope you yeah know? And, man and if we're making a video like maybe half of it is as relevant as the dope stuff but you want to get the woes and wows when you're watching it yourself you know yeah. it's really like I was making this piece, like what I talked about um, last year from uh, September to December with like the, the group of uh, young people. Yeah. And then one of the guys, he was super good. And um, like now after the project, he also continued practicing treading like every oh, day and sick. he became crazy. Like nice. really, like he's the next generation of my company for sure. Sick. And, um, but during the creation process, like I was as always still a bit vague, you know, about how to create and what yeah. I wanted. And then at some point he came to me in the bricks, like, so just to understand, like, you're looking for dope stuff, right? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, like, I'm, like, no, like, it's not about dope stuff. It's like, it needs to be like real. It needs to be honest. It needs to be like yeah. true to the principles of treading. So I, I kind of defended the whole <laughs> argument that it needs to be dope. But then I'm like, yo, but if I make something myself, like I'm trying to make something as dope as possible. And then embody it in a way where it also have, adds meaning you know and where it where 100%. all the things are valuable and 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 being vulnerable and and all that stuff but it's also like the nice thing about treading and i think that or i i know that that helped my career too is that it, it's dope you yeah, know like man. like 
I had this idea one time for a quote, like everybody loves treading. Like it's like there is almost like maybe not everybody loves treading when it's only treading. Uh, but I think everybody loves treading when you see like a partner work or like this contemporary duet that they do one or two treads. Like those are the favorite moments. Yeah, or it does look in like a breaking set or like in yeah. a stand-up set when they do this treading combination. Those are the the ones that stand out. Yeah. And so so therefore creating a concept that a lot of people admire also and and yeah. and, and and understand it's like and it definitely just, helps they're gonna enjoy it as well i think you know it's like it's so funny as well like talking to the students and like just in general like choreographers that are like or young let's say younger choreographers that are put into a position where they have to create something right and they have to think of something that they want to create or come up with like what's it about or a reason to create a lot of them will go for like maybe something really deep or what they i think I think that they're coming up with what they think they should create about. Mm. So they're like, this is about my pain or my anxiety or, you know what I mean? Or this is the story of uh, traveling the world or, you know what I mean? All these things. And I think the way it, and it, it's hard to articulate it, I think. And mm -hmm. that's what takes maturity. But, um, I think it's starting with what you, you, and this is the whole thing about honesty and, and authenticity is like, what do you really enjoy? Cause mm -hmm. it's like, do you really want to create about your anxiety or something? Or like when you think yeah. of like what things in this world do you really love, then you can start to learn about like, like I love a lot of the stuff that I wanted to create. And I had a similar journey, right? Mm -hmm. Where I was like, oh, I can't just say I like cool shit that looks cool. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> and then like, mean something. <laughs> yeah. And I had like some things with Johnsy as well, when it's mm -hmm. like, I would do back to the lab or something. And he'd be like, so what's the, why are you doing this? And I'm like, because it looks cool. And then he's like, no, but tell me more. And I'm like, no, that's it. It looks yeah. cool. And it's like, as I get older, you start to learn to go deeper than that. It's mm -hmm. not changing that and going, no, but actually it's about what I'm expressing from my heart. It's not that. Mm -hmm. It is about what looks cool. But now I can explain way more what it is I find interesting and yeah. why this thing makes me feel like that. And, and you know, it's... And it's and I think it's also one, a generation thing and like yeah. a personality thing. Yeah. That for me, something that's cool is like and also is also meaningful yeah you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. if it's not meaningful then it's not cool <laughs> like, exactly like, and cool literally. is and like and so many choreographers and also create like it, that like cool is also like it's intricate like yeah I, I, like i want to know more about it like yeah. it's fascinating like all those nuances that that are just i can use those nuances, but i like to use the word like i want something that's dope or that's cool yeah or, yeah 100 percent. and yeah. i think it's I, it's funny like i did a lot of um <clears throat> research into this for when i was doing more like dance stuff where i was really like okay i have to figure this fucking thing out like what do i mean by i like cool stuff or whatever and I, I did a lot of research which also is what your piece reminded me of but i did a lot of research into like the minimalism art movement i don't mm -hmm. know if i spoke about that yeah yeah, 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 I did, yeah, yeah. That was funny, yeah and it's like the whole thing with the it's not minimalism for people listening as in like small stuff but the art movement in the states was like <clears throat> that they created stuff that didn't have a deeper meaning it mm -hmm. wasn't representative of anything but in a way it was more about like being honest about your reaction to it so it's like if you watch this and you're bored fine or if you love this and and it's like makes you excited and then you feel like this it's like that's all valid and i think sometimes with art which is what I realized, which is almost like a eureka moment to me, but it tapped into something that I felt where it was like, I don't like art where I am expected to feel a certain way. I don't like going to a museum and yeah, seeing a painting yeah. and be like, isn't it amazing? Isn't it beautiful? And I'm like, honestly, no, I'm bored. Like, I, mm. I just think it looks whack. But because it's some famous painter, I have to go, mm, like, I love the brush strokes. And you know what I mean? And I love the 
the when I go to see more of this type of minimalistic stuff, whether it's like the dance stuff, which I would kind of put your work in that realm, mm-hmm. or whether it's like painting or sculpture, where I can be honest, I can go and I'll be like, I don't like that one. I want to look at that one. Or like, yeah. this one is kind of cool, but like, you know what I mean? And it's just what it is. There's no expectations. There's no... I have to pretend to like, oh, that's the Queen of England in the 1960s. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, here's the thing, you like it or not. And that's, I like that refreshing, like honesty. And I think that was what I really like. And that's why I was almost like, when someone in the audience said about the narrative, I was like, no, no. Mm, (laughs) Because I was like, it's so great that you can just have a thing. And like you said, a lot of people love threading, but even if you don't, fine like don't yeah. you don't have to be like but what's your pain and anguish and why did you why what does this represent yeah. is that your heart it's like mm-hmm. it just is what it is and you either like it or you don't yeah. and i think that's that's really nice to feel mm-hmm. and it, it's uh, not to go too deep into this but like say with hip-hop theater the whole idea of hip-hop theater i think or, or a lot of the reasoning is like to maybe equalize the the theater world and the dance theater world. we have often like contemporary performances which were for like richer whiter people Mm -hmm. who could afford to go and see this stuff and it's a certain demographic of people right and with hip-hop theory kind of is more inclusive and everyone can be involved but then the problem i have is that you still get this aspect of like oh but you didn't understand the piece you know there's like young kids like young b-boys or something that don't know anything about theater they'll come and be like oh let me go see this piece because this guy i know is a breaker and he did a theater piece and then they'll go oh, I'm a bit bored. And they're like, oh, but you didn't understand it. That's why you don't understand theatre. And I hate that attitude. So I think when you have these pieces like yours, where it's like, I feel like anyone could, someone that knows loads about choreography and theatre could see your piece and be like, it's really deep. And and there's there's ways of doing it. And there's layers and there's understanding of of, um, structure and and performance. But just some kid off the street could come Mm -hmm. and see your thing and be like, yeah, that was cool. Which I love. It's like everybody's included to enjoy this thing. You know what I mean? It was also with the round afterwards with the words that came up. You had like crazy words that I never heard about <laughs> and sounded like very complex. Yeah. And this young kid in front was like connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that was so cute. And yeah. like, if, yeah, if that's what he gets from the piece, then amazing. Yeah. You know? It's I, just everything yeah. linked. Cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think we should all connect more to the body, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you, the younger you are, when you learn that, the better. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it's dope, man. I really, I really, um, and it is also like going back on the, like, it's not only about making stuff that's dope but also looking at the connection within, you know, and that's yeah. something that's like treading is dope the way it looks. But for me, it's only dope if it's really connected what's happening yeah. and physically that you're not just letting go of the opening and like making it vague, yeah. but really like connecting and holding on and seeing, okay, what this limitation brings you and how your body has to adjust to give space. Like if you want to go through this opening with your leg, like, most people give space here, but it's like then you're you're cheating kind of, and <laughs> yeah. no, your the rest of your body needs to give space. Like I cannot show it now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really about like connecting on a deeper layer with your body, yeah. and then also with the other body, and then not only physically but also more emotionally, and that's what really carries the piece. And then it doesn't have to be about anything, but it can be super intimate and it can be very, and then some people that put the love story label on it and that's totally fine Yeah, because it is two people. And if I dance my girlfriend, it's with a man and a woman, but also with my girlfriend. So there there are no boundaries and we can really go there. Like we literally made a piece recently. It's called Symbio and it was also about intimacy and really connecting throughout the movement. And then, 
we started talking about it before we started moving in the studio and then mm. I was like, oh yeah, let's see what we can do. But then once we start moving in the studio, like I had a twisted ankle and she had a bit of oh, back shit. pain. So we had to <coughs> work with that. So it became like a standing phrase that we started nice. like decoding. And then after a few rehearsals, it was also like, oh, like it's a shame that we're not really going for that intimate part anymore. But then it's also, yeah, but that it needs time. You know, you first need a structure to then start coloring it like yeah, it's first yeah, yeah. if we want to work with intimacy right away then it's like i still want to make a treading piece you know but then intimacy is the way we're doing it and the yeah. way we're connecting and the way we're coloring the steps yeah um and then now finishing it it's really nice how that came in the piece like even without talking about it just facilitating images where we can be intimate and yeah. then once we're performing we're just connecting with each other and then we transcend the movement anyway and then it becomes a whole story and whatever the words are that you use to define the story is up to you yeah um but me as a maker like i feel like i lose what it's really about if i start using the words so therefore mm. i prefer not to use them just like keep it and then if natural. i need to talk about my work i usually always talk about treading like yeah. it's really if, if people if if like also about symbio like now we can touch more on like the journey of two people and more the intimacy between but then it's always like together with a with a sentence like the movement language in this piece is called treading and then yeah. i explain what treading is so people get it and uh and then it's up to them to 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 make a story with it yeah, yeah. and i want people to do that you know i want them it's, to use yeah, the imagination it how they want and it's my goal to what you say peel off the layer so there is so much space for you to make a story within yeah that yeah that that's up to you you know that's yeah <laughs> i make the piece you make the story and, <laughs> yeah. and i think <laughs> it's, it's up really to you what kind of story yeah and it's like what you were saying before about like uh the way that we dance as freestylers or as battlers we kind of already have that because it's like you see you know let's say in a popping battle you see loads of people do tuts and lines right mm -hmm. but it's like most good dancers aren't just executing them like boring right they're adding some type of something on top so they've got their their combos or whatever but then maybe there's one where it's like the song is super like dark mm -hmm. and heavy and they're making it almost like yeah. a aggressive robot mm -hmm. kind of thing and then there's another like funk song comes on and they're doing the same thing but making it feel like the lines are part of the dance mm -hmm. and it's like you do the same thing live in a battle anyway if you're of a decent level in in battling where you you have your moves and then you put without putting words to it you're putting a feeling or a, or a character mm. on top of it even if it's not a, a, a super um concrete character you're not like i'm a robot or i'm a monster but you have this like different energy depending on the song or who you're battling or what the the vibe is you know what i mean mm -hmm. and it's like it's kind of the same thing which we should be able to really pull into um into theater but it's like again we're not explaining that we're not saying mm. oh in this one i was a dark robot and i was yeah. trying to fight it's like it's you silly. just do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. but you can still like yeah. i've watched good battlers and i'm like i really feel something mm. you know like when you see them yeah. go in on a character and they're like lost in their zone you're like oh my like salah makes me laugh like some mm -hmm. battlers make me like oh my god like if you see i don't know like green tech like battling someone like oh damn he wants to fight and it's like mm -hmm. you really get these like characters without needing any like what is it about you know what yeah, i mean i never yeah, asked yeah. that about a battle round yeah but it doesn't mean i don't feel something when i watch it but it's a perfect example that when when green tech is doing a run yeah and someone that has no idea about it ask what it is you say yeah it's popping and you, you can talk about popping in the best way possible yeah it's never gonna match whatever he just saw you know like it's it's you're you're never There's obviously an extra you need quality. words to describe it yeah um 
but that's the only thing where you need them for and mm. not and and it's the goal to describe the work but to create as little expectation as possible so all the expectations can be met in the moment and you can be taken on a journey that's such a good way to put it it's almost like you know like movie trailers where they kind of spoil the whole yeah. story <laughs> you're like i've just watched the movie yeah. i don't need and then you get some trailers which are like I don't even know what this yeah. movie's about, but I have to see it. It's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. I don't like. You know, sometimes when I watch those like two minute twenty trailers, I feel like I watched the whole movie yeah. and I'm only at forty seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like the, I mean, the superhero movies are the Yo. worst for it because it's like yeah. I see everything that's gonna happen. Yeah. But I just watched the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> but I think this is really like um, this is a really good analogy because it's like some the expectations thing is per perfect because even as an audience member sometimes i watch a piece right but if i've read the bio or the or the program and it's like the piece is about two people who are in love and then their journey to break up and come back together and at the end they do and then i'm like okay well now this is what i'm trying to see so anything that yeah. doesn't fit that I feel like I didn't get it because mm -hmm. you told me what it's supposed to be about. So I'm like, oh, well, I don't, I don't see it. And I, I don't feel good as an audience member. If you tell me nothing and I just watch it, whatever story I make in my mm -hmm. head is valid. And therefore I feel good about the piece. Like for example, with your piece, if you hadn't spoken at the end or, or there wasn't that part of it and I just watched the piece, I could have gone, whoa, it was amazing. It was just about threading. It wasn't about anything, blah, blah, blah. But you could have been like, no, it was a deep exploration into my feelings on <laughs> like, but I wouldn't have known because yeah. you didn't tell me. So but I'm happy. Like I walk away like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm satisfied. Yeah. But maybe if I said that you would have been like, oh, of course. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then and I'm curious how that would change your journey about it, you know? Yeah. And, and maybe sometimes it's for the good, but I, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, it, I have a suggestion. Yes. We filmed the solo at Breaking Convention, but we haven't put it out yet. Okay. So if you want, you can put it after this podcast. So people oh, that yeah, watch the podcast, they can watch the solo. Oh, can we do that? Yeah, yeah we can oh, do that. Oh, that would so be that's, sick. So like in one minute, you will watch Check. Yeah, guys, so if you want to... Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a great thing to just like drop now, actually. Um, oh, that would be sick. Yeah, so if you want to see what we've been talking about, keep watching and we'll put the solo at the end of this video. That's amazing.